Hi, and welcome to Unquenchable Hope. I'm Luanne Botta. And I'm Marianne Crum. Ladies, we know it's hard to hang on to hope in a world that sometimes seems bent on stealing it, but it's not impossible. So stay tuned as we tackle all kinds of issues and talk about how, you know, no matter what this world dishes out, you can live with unquenchable hope. Hi, and welcome to Unquenchable Hope. We have been talking about spiritual warfare and the armor of God. So today we're going to continue with that subject. We'll probably be on it for a little while. A little while in our time (laughs) span is... (laughs) Probably longer than your time span. But today we're going to start going down through all the different pieces of the armor that God has given us to fight off the spiritual attacks that are very real. It sounds like something in a sci-fi movie, but it's it's true. We're living in a battlefield and God has given us armor. We talked about that a little bit last time, just generally, but now we're going to just dissect what this armor is. And Luann has a new book coming out in October, Spiritual Warfare and the Armor of God. So you'll want to get your hands on that. We'll let you know when it's coming out. But this is just a topic that is so relevant that I want to read you a couple of things that are going to show you what kind of crazy we live in, Mm -hmm. in this world. Okay. (laughs) Now the first one is actually off a box of masks that I have had sitting in our laundry room now for about a year. Out of curiosity, I decided to read the warning labels or disclaimer that's on this box of masks. And it's it's a box of those disposable ones that are kind of blue on one side. Uh, yes, and well, yeah, you, yeah. you see them everywhere, yes, right? Yes, yes. This is what people are wearing. In the tiniest print imaginable, and my 64-year-old eyes are struggling to read this, this is one of the disclaimers. It says, this product is not to be used for antimicrobial or antiviral protection or for infection prevention or reduction. What the heck? (laughs) I'm just saying. That is crazy. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to leave it there because we don't want to get into that right now. But just, I'm just saying that we're bombarded with a lot of things that are not necessarily true and factual in our world. That's right. That's just one example. That's right. My next example is a little more entertaining, perhaps a little less close to home. But I always thought if I was going to live someplace besides our country, and I never really would want to. For some reason, I've always been sort of drawn to New Zealand or oh, Australia. Nice. I always heard those are great okay. places. I mean, nobody wants to live there now. They no. can't even go outside. Yeah, no. So right. forget that. But in those countries, they recently decided, both countries, their governments, that shark attacks can no longer be called shark attacks. What? That they, they have to be called, in their reports, negative shark encounters <laughs> right yeah, until they get bit right i'm saying <laughs> if you got attacked by a shark what would you call it oh no i just lost my arm in a negative shark encounter i'm serious i mean these people have never watched jaws right oh, dear Lord. i mean but this is like a policy <laughs> they actually took time to decide dear Lord. I, I know exactly so I, I i'm just astounded on a daily basis the crazy because people are trying to avoid the truth. And one of the reasons that they decided this was because they felt like it put sharks in a negative light. Oh, like they asked about well, for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as if the sharks know like what they they're, ca- yeah, like they care as they're licking their chops, you know, yeah, and, really, uh, to bite you. 
I, I guess my crazy. point is just that we're living in a world where it seems like people don't care about what's true. Yes. They only care about what is not offensive in their, mm. in their definition mm-hmm. of that yes. word. And yet the Bible speaks over and over and yes. over again about the supreme importance of truth because Jesus is truth. Yes, and the farther we get away from truth, the farther we get away from him. That's right. As believers, we better know what the truth is. There you Luann, go. Luann, oh, no. I've been blabbing now for <laughs> no. with my weird little stories there, but uh, tell us about the belt of truth and the armor and... All right. That that was perfect, especially that thing about the sharks, because that's ridiculous. I mean, (laughs) Yeah, it's beyond ridiculous. When you look at that, it's ridiculous. But when we're talking about the armor of God, and I know Mm -hmm. we ended um, the last episode with the scripture from Ephesians 6, 10 to 13, I believe it is. When putting on the armor, uh, the reason why we do it, I'll read Ephesians 6, 10. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might, not our might, his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Yes. Okay. So we wouldn't leave our house without our physical clothes. Correct? Right. We're all getting dressed in the morning. Unless we're carrying a snake across the yard. Calling your husband to run outside and get a snake or run and get a snake out of the house. That's a whole other story and you need to listen to the last episode if you wonder what we're talking about. So we would not leave home without putting on spiritual armor. And this, the armor of God that Paul is talking about, he's talking about each of these pieces and because they could relate to a, a Roman soldier. Yes. So when he's telling them to put these dif- different pieces on, when you're putting on each piece, you're putting on Christ. So we're clothed in Christ. It's not a rabbit's foot that just oh, by putting right. it on, all your prayers are going to be answered and what you're going to have is an awareness of the power of God and the authority of the Lord you can walk in. As listening to Dr. Tony Evans, and I did quote something that he said in my book, it was talking about Satan. He has power, but he doesn't have authority. Mm, Isn't that good? That is good. He doesn't have authority. So you think about if a police officer, I mean, he has power to do something, but he doesn't have the authority. What's the point of being that police officer? The enemy doesn't have authority unless we give it to him. And putting on the armor is not a rabbit's foot. Right. That everything in our life is going to go perfect. We know that's not how it works. We know that's not how God works. He is out to build our faith. Yes. And that comes from different things happening in our lives and that our faith would grow stronger. His desire is that we truly trust him Mm -hmm. and truly believe him in our circumstances and situations. We also know the enemy is very deceiving and very cunning, and he is out to trip us up in our faith. So the reason we put the armor on is we're putting on, again, we're putting on Christ. We're coming against the, the flows of the enemy. That's what it says in this scripture. Be strong in the Lord, the power of his might, put on the full armor of God because of the schemes of the devil. He's yes. still scheming. How do we filter what we're hearing in our world? We need to have some standard, and that standard has to be the truth. Yes, that's right. Well, that is the first piece. Yes. And, and as we're talking about each piece, Satan is not a red cartoon character with horns. <laughs> He'd like us to think that. Yeah. He is very deceiving, and he's very good at it. So why put on this armor for the belt of truth or the breastplate of righteousness or the shoes of peace or the shield of faith? 
that we can come against those things that happen to us daily. That's why yes. you put it on daily. That's right. Oh. Yeah, and it's not it's not because we need to walk around in paranoia. No, no, no. It's just the reality that Correct. we're we are on a battlefield and so you need to be aware of what's coming at you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> if I can start, talk to moms out there who have little ones up to their college age and I know the college kids are out of the house. But uh when you're putting on the armor, you as moms, you are your child's greatest role model. You are, mm-hmm. whether you think it or not, it is the truth. It's not the youth pastor. It's not the coach. It's not the teacher. Mm-hmm. It is you. And so to be honest, mom, when you get this, as we go through each one of these pieces and you understand the power that you have and the authority, I have former students. When I did this at, at the school and taught them as high school students, they have now been doing it with their children. And they, and so many of them tell me they are not walking out of the house without putting on the armor and their children know each piece. Now I'm trusting that with more information, they'll know why they're putting those pieces, you know, yeah. and that's what we're going to be teaching in these next couple of weeks I as mean, we do each one. What is more important than teaching our children to walk in what they've been given in Christ? That's exactly with truth, right. righteousness, all the things we're going to go through. Yes, yes. How else, especially in the day we're living in, exactly when right. we're swimming upstream from our culture, they have to know what is true That's exactly and what right. their identity in Christ is, because mm-hmm. it's going to get assaulted constantly. That's right. And parents, you're probably seeing it in your own homes. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not just, we're not just obviously addressing parents, but we're all seeing it. I'm seeing even my nieces, nephews, friends, kids, just so much that's coming at them. Yes. That they are going to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. So then we're going to go ahead and start with the belt of truth. Yes. And it talks about girding your loins. And I know we did talk about this in one of the episodes prior, mm-hmm. but we're really jumping into it now. And when it talked about girding your loins, and, and, and it talks about your loins are... We, you know, we, I hate this word. It, Here I we know. go again. So it's with the loins. <laughs> I know we teased about it before. Loin, 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 but, loin. <laughs> but what it does is, and I'll, I'll reiterate what it says, it's called to prepare. So when you're putting this belt of truth on, you're putting on preparation of truth. Now, what the Roman soldier did when he wrapped himself in that belt, it was to cover his hips, his groin, his lower abdomen, and his core. Mm -hmm. So now when Paul said, put on the belt of truth, that core of our being is truth, Yes, which is the word of God, which is the truth of who Jesus Christ is with, we're putting on truth. That is the core. And every other piece of the armor goes into the belt. And just quick sidetrack about how I even came to be a follower of Christ. I was a weird little kid that was obsessed with truth. I can remember being... cool. As early as I could read, I couldn't wait till the newspaper would get there every day because in my naivety, I thought <laughs> what was in the newspaper was truth, which may have been more it, true then it, than I was it certainly say, than it is now. <laughs> right. But I just wanted to know what was happening, what was true. I, and I read biographies as a little kid. Yes. I never wanted to read fiction. I thought, why would anybody want to read stuff that's not true? Uh, no. I mean, I now I love me a good fiction book. But then, yes. I don't know. I was just, I, all through my childhood and teenage years, I was looking for what was true. And we'd, we had gone to church, but I don't know, for whatever reason, what I was hearing in that particular church, it was true, but it just didn't hit me. I don't know. It just well, didn't. Yes. but No, it's good. But when I got to college and I actually saw 
a friend living out truth and making yes. it practical in their own life and applying the Bible, reading the Bible, talking to God like he was real and what he said was true. And she shared that with me because I was so curious just yes. watching her life. And I thought she really thinks this stuff is true. I don't know if I've ever met anyone that uh, really lived that out in front yeah. of me. It's like the minute she shared the actual gospel with me, I knew I said, that's it. Yeah. That's the thing that I've been looking for through all the things I read as a kid yes. and all the things I was looking for as a teenager. That was it. That was it. There's something about the truth that resonates because it's God. Yes. He is truth. That's exactly right. And I think, well, no one wants to be lied to. So when you, when you sit here and understand that the truth is Christ, and we know that the enemy is the deceiver, mm-hmm. and we know that he speaks lies, talks lies, when you hear those things in your head that you're not good enough, you're not this, look, look, look at you, you're, you have a label now, you've been divorced, or your children are never going to be this. Those are lies. That's yes. not God speaking. So that's where you need to know the truth, because we keep hearing things in our own life that are not true. Exactly. And we're living out a lie in our own lives because we think it's the truth. Yeah, and in the bigger picture, the lies like there are many paths to God. Oh, yes. Christianity is just Correct. one of them. Or if yes. you're a good enough person, God's going to say, oh, yeah, just come on in Yes, <laughs> at the end. Things like that that sound good and loving mm-hmm. are actually the most hate-filled lies that come from the pit of hell. That's right. Because you're not speaking the truth. You're not speaking the truth. Right. One major thing in this is what I have a hard time with what the culture is doing right now is they're trying to change the word of God to Mm -hmm. fit their narrative. Mm -hmm. And And we all know the word of God will never change. Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and forever. So anything that has to do with progressive Christianity, which simply means coming to a place of making the Bible fit your narrative, and that is a lie. People that know Jesus are finding another Jesus, which is very disheartening. Yes. And yes, it's been very hard to watch. The lies and the fake news or the fake the fake gospel the fake gospel that is being fed yes to many christians out here that has been dumbing us down yeah to the truth of the go- the and, real truth of the gospel and one of the biggest lies and we may get into this more specifically uh, later on is that um, somehow telling people the truth is not loving oh, that yes. we have to like you said, dumb it down and be so inclusive and not be offensive or we're haters. Mm -hmm. When the reality is that the most loving thing you can do is speak the truth in a loving way. I mean, the Bible says to do it in a loving way, but it is not loving to condone things that the Bible doesn't condone. Correct. Um, Because you... If we're going to call ourselves followers of Christ, then we have to drive our stake in the ground and say, I believe what God says. That's right. And I'm going to speak what God says, regardless of what kind of labels are slapped on me because I do it. That's exactly right. And I, I think also is, I think we back away from that. Both of us have been able, the the privilege to be able to speak in front of people and been able to give truth. And I think the the main thing about that is that 
we just bank our lives on the word of God. That's so right. th- and anybody that disagrees or wants to argue their point of view, then take it up with God. We're just speaking life from the word. And we know that even Adam and Eve, I mean, we can even go back to that. Okay. You figure those two were walking with God. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were walking with him. Literally. Literally. <laughs> and they had everything at their fingertips. But still that cunning voice that was twisting the truth, they fell Mm -hmm. in the midst of it all. Yeah. And if we don't have the word in our minds, in our hearts, and have a clear grasp of that, we'll do the same thing. That's exactly right. We have to use God's word as the standard. That's right. That's exactly right. hold everything else up to that, even if it's uncomfortable. Yes. Even if we offend a few sharks I know. along the way. <laughs> I, I feel like I have not been that when I could have. It's you know, hard. It's, very, it's hard. It's uncomfortable. Yes. I think that what made me successful as a high school teacher, through the power of the Holy Spirit, his charge for me was love them and tell them the truth. I have asked you to be a watchman. Mm. And he took me to Ezekiel mm-hmm. 33. And that that watchman, now it does say, if you don't say what I show you, that blood of that person will be on your hands. And I took it liter- I took it seriously. Yeah. And so when I would notice something, God has given me discernment. So it's not only been in students. I When I get a chance to speak to women and God will just show me immediately what's maybe going on in their lives, I see it. It's a discernment. It's not a judgmental. It's just to say, look... I would want you to do that to me. Absolutely. If you saw something in my life and didn't tell me, well, then then why not? Like yeah. you, you're not giving them the truth. You're not truly loving them as a friend or as a coworker or as whatever. As, yeah, you're not truly loving them if you're not telling them the truth. Yes, thousands of people have a bought boxes of these masks thinking that they're protected and, and they're wearing them around thinking, oh, this is going to protect me from COVID. And then you read the back. Who Nobody reads that. That print is like microscopic. Well, yeah, no. And I think it reminds me, to be honest, when you pulled that out, it reminded me of the cigarettes packs. Yeah. They tell you what it causes. Right. You can choose to continue to smoke knowing that you could get lung cancer. I mean, it, it tells you that. But at least the so, government's not still telling people, oh, go ahead and smoke. It's well, yeah. This will save your life. Correct. Yeah. That's, right. that's the that's, difference. That's your difference. Most people aren't lying about that anymore. Yeah. But I just think that yeah. what that what we're involved in is the truth. And if we mm-hmm. don't speak it in love, obviously, but in the word, we're responsible to speak the, the truth. But God in the Holy Spirit is responsible to, to what he's going to do with it. And he's or the what one that, that person will do with it. Right. You know what I mean, we're not responsible for how somebody is going to how they react, react to, it. to it. There it's also that God and the Holy Spirit and his word have to be the ones that define the truth. That's that's a huge yes. problem right now is that everybody has their own truth. You speak your truth, yes. I'll speak my truth. No, there is the truth. The truth. I think the best thing, to be honest with you, that has happened, and even though it's been hard, um, has been the whole COVID thing. And I think only because if the Christian will allow, God has been screaming from heaven for us to repent and truly get back on board with him. Mm-hmm. And I believe it has to do with truth because there's too much lying we don't even know what the truth is when you listen to the media. I have to turn it off. I don't know who's telling the truth. Yeah. You know, and it really comes down to where are we in our walk with Jesus, number one, 
And are we going to go back to that truth and say, you know what, God, maybe I have been believing a lie. Be humble enough to say yes. that. Yes. There's a, a, a verse that's very sobering in Second Thessalonians mm-hmm. chapter 2, verse 10, and it says, it's talking about the last days, mm-hmm. which most people who are aware realize we're in. Even Paul said, we're in the last days. That was 2,000 years ago. So hello, we are in the last days. (laughs) But he said that people will perish, listen, because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. That's what I was getting at that disturbs me is there seems to be this whole lack of passion for truth. I mean, you can even see it with the issue of election integrity. Again, don't panic. We're not going to go too far down this the road. Yes. We could, but we're not. <laughs> but I mean, who would not want to make sure the votes were counted right? Yes. The only people that wouldn't want that don't want the truth. Right. I mean, who could right. not want that? I mean, it makes me absolutely, it's, makes my head explode. I know. I get uh, it. Not, but, not, but in any area, yes. not just that. I get it. Why have we lost our love for the truth? truth. We go back to that scripture. I, I want to cry because it is... Can you read it again? Yeah. It gave me chills. I really just quoted the last part of it. But go, just um, read the last say, part. People will perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Yeah. See, that that really, that's so stirring because when Jesus says that he wishes nobody perishes, mm-hmm. so he's holding on, Mm-hmm. Even though he sees all of the atrocities that are going on around the world, mm-hmm. I don't even know how he deals with that. But, but, but having that scripture and knowing it was a choice to not believe the truth, or you were so embedded in lies that you never could see that truth again, right. that is really hard. What I know from my own story, and I just believe this is true, that anyone who honestly wants the truth is going to end up at Jesus. Yes, we'll end up at his feet. And is that y- what you yeah, mean? Yeah, yes. yeah. Any search for truth yes. is going to ultimately lead there. I believe that with all my heart. That's right. So one of the things I pray for people in my life who aren't walking with God is that God would give them that passion for truth, because I know that'll end with him. Yes, it will. He'll and, lead them along on a path like he did me, Right. that ends with someone sharing. Yes. We've just like barely touched the surface. <laughs> So we're going to need to um, put this into the next episode, I believe. Right. Uh, yes, I think so. But, but can I just share this? Please. This, yes. I, this list. Um, yes. This was such a big subject that we didn't even know. <laughs> we're going to start with this thing. <laughs> we both have so much material on this, and we just trusted God to let this flow the way he wanted to. But just before uh, Luann came over and we were going to record this, I thought, I'm just going to look up all the verses that I can find about truth, and which is very easy to do, thanks to the internet. And so let me just quickly read you the list of what are we supposed to do with truth? Mm -hmm. Remembering that truth is God's word. That's right. Jesus is truth, Mm -hmm. and his word is truth. Okay, so we're supposed to speak the truth, worship in truth, love in truth, be led by truth, rejoice with the truth, Mm -hmm. walk in truth, know the truth, think about what is true, listen to truth, let truth abide in us, judge with truth, speak truth in my heart, hear the truth, and obey the truth. And that's not even all of them, (laughs) because she pulled up and I needed to stop. But that's all straight from scripture. That would make me say, well, I think truth is important. Yes, I I agree. You know what, that should make all of us like take a step back. I, mm-hmm. I think we are all at a place right now. I know I am, I and I'm sure 
Marianne feels the same way. And I don't think we're the only ones. I think that we just take a step back from where we are in our walk with Jesus, number one, where our children are at, mm-hmm. where's our husband at, mm-hmm. where, and I'm single, so I'm, uh, but I'm saying we, because we're all in this together, where am I at? Mm-hmm. And I just had an amazing time in the Lord because I had a chance to be away with him for a little bit on my birthday. And it was real refreshing to just stop and say, God, where am I missing any avenue of my life where I'm missing truth. You know, we all know what we kind of want for our own lives. But I asked him, I said, if I'm on the wrong path, as far as what I'm hoping that he Mm -hmm. will allow me to be as my career or what he wants for me, if I'm wrong, you're going to have to finagle that because I'm stuck on it. Yeah. Thinking this is what I, mm-hmm. So it can be that kind of truth, yes. Let alone all the other things in our own lives that we might be believing that really aren't. But I love that. I love your your heart. That sums it up. That's the attitude we're all supposed to have. Yeah. I mean, we talked about quiet times. One of the big reasons I read the word every morning is because I don't trust mm-hmm. that without mm-hmm. renewing my mind right. that I won't be vulnerable to the lies that are flying around That's out right. there. That's putting on the belt of truth. Correct. And it's wrapped around as a core. I want Mm -hmm. the truth to be the core of my being. Uh, Yes. I really do. Because if the enemy could trick and twist the word to two people who were walking hand in hand with the Lord. And all they had was one thing that they weren't supposed to do. One one thing. thing. One thing. That's a good point. Yeah. If he could do that. And look, he did it to Jesus. He was trying to twist the truth to Christ. Tried. Uh, tried. In the wilderness, yes. Uh-huh. But that's how arrogant he is. Yes. Can and he, so yes. if he's coming up against Jesus like that... Um, he's very confident yes. in his power. Correct. Because he's had a lot of years with it. Yeah. And But anyway, I, I think that the scripture, they will know the truth and the truth will set them free. That mm-hmm. is from John 8, 32. Mm-hmm. So when we know the truth, it will set us free. Yes. It's, it's not restricting. It's not binding. It's no. not a buzzkill. Correct. It's freedom. That's right. So we definitely are going to have to do another yes. uh, episode on this one. So we'll get more into maybe the specifics of the belt yes. uh, next time. But this was our, our intro. So come back next time. Ladies, we pray you've been encouraged today and that you'll come back next week for more Truth and Hope. And if you'd like to know more about us, check out our websites. Those addresses are in the show notes. And hey, if this podcast encouraged you, it can probably encourage someone else. So please share it and share some hope.